0: that boy off the field sort of thing. And then it took a minute to realize that they were talking about our daughter, but he wouldn't let it go. This gentleman wouldn't let it go. Kept badgering and yelling, demanding certification of her being female. Our daughter um, was crying inconsolably. That's Carrie Starr. Now you've undoubtedly heard the story of what happened, right? She's talking about what happened to her daughter, nine-year-old daughter at a Kelowna track and field meet That story has been making news now right across North America for the last couple of days. We've talked about it here on the show, sure, especially the need and really the hope that people will be better and nicer to each other because those words and what happened are damaging. They are hurtful. We're talking about a nine-year-old girl here. And one of the questions that has come up in relation to all of this is, do we consider what happened here hate speech? And what would be different about the situation if we did consider that hate speech? Well, joining us now to talk about this issue is Faye Johnston, who's the Executive Director of Wisdom to Action. Faye, thank you for joining us. Thanks so much for having me on. Now, Faye, what is Wisdom to Action? Tell me about this organization.
1: Uh, So we are a consulting firm and social enterprise that works with nonprofits, health and social services and governments on queer and trans inclusion and Uh, weighs in fairly frequently on issues of queer and trans rights and public policy.
0: And what did you think when you heard about this story?
1: Uh, I have too many reactions. Uh, First and foremost, uh, I was heartbroken and unfortunately not surprised. Uh, It's devastating that any young girl gets yelled at in in just about any context, um, but also goes to show uh, just how much anti-trans rhetoric and hysteria has taken hold but the other side of this that is, is really difficult for me to wrangle with is uh, the outrage around this scenario is absolutely warranted. But, you know, what if this had been a trans girl and would the outrage have been similar? And it scares me to imagine uh, that, uh, you know, we we wouldn't care as much if it had been a trans person yelled at because trans folks get yelled at all the time as is. And it's rarely a headline.
0: Do you, do you think that's the case, though, that people would not have cared as much?
1: Uh, Unfortunately, like, I think we live in a world where trans people are more and more routinely subjected to to hate and rhetoric. Uh, I have countless trans friends in my life who've been called uh, slurs on a routine basis just for walking to the grocery store. Uh, And so, you know, we have to stand by everyone's right to dignity, and this should never have happened. Uh, But I think that we often extend a little bit more compassion uh, to people who aren't trans, whereas we imagine that Trans people should just have to put up with the everyday hate we receive.
0: But how do you feel then about the reaction to this? Because from what I have seen, clearly the vast majority of people are saying, you know what, this should not have happened.
1: Absolutely. And that's been really, really positive to see. It's been incredible to see elected officials, governments, uh, community leaders across the country and around the world denouncing this incident. Uh, But what worries me is what comes next. What happened in Kelowna isn't an isolated instance We are seeing a staggering rise in anti-trans and anti-queer hate. And so my invitation to every politician who's spoken out is put your money where your mouth is and bring this up in your legislature. Not just this specific scenario, but this crisis of rising hate, because we need governments and elected officials to step up before it gets worse.
0: Okay, in what way then? What can they do that would prevent something like this from happening?
1: Uh, so there is a campaign underway right now at www.act4queersafety.ca. It's got over 100 civil society organizations supporting it. And it's calling on the federal government to address rising hate through funding for community organizations, through the appointment of a special representative to address and prevent anti-2SLGI plus hate, and a variety of other mechanisms that the federal government can put in place. But my invitation equally is for provinces and territories to look to what the federal government has already been doing to support queer and trans communities, because they could do more. But while the federal government has stepped up a little bit, provinces and territories have not met them halfway.
0: Right. It does seem like, though, Faye, in this particular case that, uh, you know, everybody who was there did what was appropriate. They moved the track meet. They protected the kids. Like what else could they have done in that moment?
1: In that situation, absolutely. But, you know, when this happens again and again, and when it happens uh, in in other circumstances, we need to make sure that there's training for coaches and teachers. Uh, We need to make sure that there are clear policies to protect the privacy and rights of these young folks, be they cis or trans, when these situations arise. Because as we're seeing in the U.S., this rhetoric is taking hold, and we're seeing more and more instances Of of hate targeted at our communities. You know, drag story hours are being protested across the country with parents who are walking in with their kids being called all sorts of horrible things. And so they reacted right in this circumstance. And it's a model we can build from. But we have to put in the work to help develop those policies, train people up and tackle this hate head on.
0: Do you see a willingness to have that happen?
1: I think, I think that the federal government is waking up to this. I think some provinces and territories are as well, but I still worry that they're not recognizing the depth of the issue that we're facing. I think a lot of people imagine there's something unique about Canada that makes us different from the U.S., but we've seen increases year over year in hate-motivated police-reported violence against our communities and so I, I'm hopeful, um, but I, I'm not as optimistic as I'd like to be. And it's, it's Pride season. And our, I'm hearing just fear from queer and trans people in my life and from queer organizations that I work with every day that it's going to get worse before it gets better.
0: Really? So you're hearing that even during a month that is supposed to be celebrating Pride?
1: You know, just a couple weeks ago, um, the federal government announced a little bit of funds, $1.5 million dollars. Uh, for like 60 plus pride organizations uh, because we as, as, an, as a movement were uh, bringing forward concerns about rising hate for the first time uh, i've heard from pride organizers that weren't sure if they could put on events due to safety considerations and so there is this this fear in community and we're seeing you know, just yet, uh, yesterday there was a, a motel owner in Thunder Bay who was threatened with violence for having a pride flag uh, up. Just a few days ago, uh, we or just a couple weeks ago, we saw vandalism uh, of a, uh, pr- a pride flags in Nova Scotia and New Brunswick is rolling back fundamental policies and protection for trans students, and so this is taking hold. And while New Brunswick is the first time we've seen a provincial government regressing, uh, my worry is it's the canary in the coal mine and it's going to get worse from here.
0: OK, so you're feeling on this particular incident that is, OK, this is great, but we need more of this. We need more pushback like this.
1: We need to scale up. You know, queer and trans folks have been sounding the alarm for years. I personally have been subjected uh, to a tsunami after tsunami of hate for being one of few trans people in in the media and in the public eye uh, and I think there is a worry that uh, folks think that a statement and a photo during Pride is enough to address this hate. And that's not what we're asking you for. We're asking for governments to partner with us to tackle this head on. And it starts by investing in and supporting local queer and trans organizations.
0: Well, Faye, thank you so much for your time this morning.
1: Thanks so much for having me on and
0: happy Pride.